see is when you go to the store and you're buying a bag of chips, yeah. box of cookies, any of those things that are going to be prepackaged, at what frequency are you buying family-sized portions of things intending it to be only for you? Yeah, I have a family. I, so. But you don't, don't, you don't get to use them right now. I, mean, I get the biggest size. Look, and you don't I'm share not gonna, it, right? No. That bag hey, of what happens for me? to the family size bag after it gets home? That's that's, yeah, that's for God and Johnny yeah, to sort out. Yeah. But at the store, Johnny can show a picture of his kid to the cashier and go like, "I got a family. I need this." Yeah, grown boy at home. We yeah. were at your house eating a lot of really great food one night, and your son came home in quite the mood. And yeah. he came in and he saw our food, and uh-huh. I about had to put him and put him in his place and be like, "That's not for you, Jude." This is what your daddy's. This is what your daddy's friends eat. Uh-huh. None of none of the bagel bites, even though it might have been kids' food. He would never touch a bagel bite. Yeah, he was. He wasn't going to eat our. Well, food. yeah, he walked over there and he's like, "I don't see any nuggies here. I'm moving on." And yeah, uh, it was a short trip any, to the buffet. <laughs> we didn't have any plain ruffles or chicken nuggets, so he was out. Yeah, he said no thanks. But yeah, family size portions, like it's it yeah, has, it's like same as cereal. Well, let's be honest. Uh, like what what family is being fed off of a family sized portion of something is my question i mean i'm sure there's some families out there yeah i don't know them <laughs> i don't want to know them yeah but for, for me i don't i don't i'm i'm a uh, procrastinator so i try to go to the grocery store as That's, little as possible that is exactly which means get the thing that will last longest biggest. yeah like i need to I mean, I'm in an apartment that's relatively small, hopefully not for very much longer. Uh, but like the idea, like I want to get like a Sam's Club card. I want to I want to go. Well, we don't really have a Costco here, but it's basically the same thing. Uh, They're building a Costco by my house. All right. Well, there you that's go. Never mind. Close to yours ish. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like I, I am all about yeah, that's super close. I'm all about that bulk lifestyle, you know? Mm hmm. In in all things, uh, my okay, quick quick uh, sidebar. Sure. Um, my parents go to Costco, and every time they do, I ask them they like, "Hey, do you need any peanut butter?" Which we always do. And they always get us giant jars of Skippy, and then my dad will get me jerky. Skippy, and, yeah, okay. Skippy's the best peanut butter. No, um, I don't. So, but okay, uh, it's the creamiest. Anyway. This last time they went, like, he's forgotten the last couple of times. And he made up for all that. This man brought me six, like, economy-sized bags of jerky. Of, like, two, three different flavors, two bags of each. Did you take Johnny, it that? No, Bobby. Did John, you, so Johnny's just jerking it every night. Yeah. I've gone through two bags already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet you were yeah. just... A joy to be around. Always. <laughs> um, speaking of joys to be around, you found the casual hour. I'm Bobby. Uh, the non-jerky jerk of the group is Chase Kinnicky, the gamer on the go. And the jerky jerk is Johnny. Hi. We decided to make another special episode of our show tonight because, lo and behold, despite popular belief, people are talking about video games not, in the year 2022. Not so many goddamn video games. We were like, hey, you know what? We're going to push 
our what you've been playing segment we're going to cover a few of these shows last week when we're like oh wait there's a lot more mm-hmm. maybe too a much lot, a lot more but a lot tonight we're not even covering all the shows we're not covering all the shows and we're not covering everything from the shows but oh, tonight God, no. we're going to be talking about the netflix geek week gaming segment the wholesome direct we're going to talk about the xbox bethesda showcase we're going to talk about the pc gaming show and we'll maybe tease a little bit of some stuff from the steam next fest so a lot to get into um we're going to break it up similar to last episode so if you if you are finding this one first go back listen to 276 if you want uh we cover uh the summer game fest we covered devolver digital sony uh, state of play sony state of play we covered a few of those things on on last week's episode so we've got a Day part eight yep yep for sure and we're gonna do the same thing chase is going to take us through the netflix and wholesome direct portion uh johnny's going to talk about what xbox had to say and then i'll round the corner with the pc gaming show and the steam next fest content tonight so cozy up get co- uh, comfortable we got a lot to d- dig into and chase netflix what's going on there they're gamers yeah now? this is this the second here then maybe they've done geeked week multiple times but this this kind of game focused hour of content i feel like they only have done in the past couple of years yeah, like, uh, I, yeah i don't i don't that think they've done right. a lot of stuff with games but they've definitely done like our geeky tv shows that we think geeks would like right right um so this was keely again um hawking summer game fest uh as well and then uh, I think the the lady was from from Netflix itself. Okay, uh, wasn't I'm too sure about that. I, I thought it was fine. it was a fine show. They they do they do what they do. They had some banter. Um, some of it was a little inane, but that's okay. Um, but what what was interesting is that I th- I'm pretty sure everything they showed was stuff that was coming to mobile through this new Netflix. Uh, strategy, I guess. Like, like the last time they did something like this, it was more about here are games that are getting TV shows. I think that's where we learned about the Cuphead TV show, mm. like another season of Castlevania, that kind of stuff. And then I think they also showed off things like the Stranger Things game that that came yeah, out. I mean, they've had game. games, but nothing. They've done, yeah, they've published games, but now that's yeah. now this is like, hey, Netflix is also a platform or kind of a platform yeah you'll have access to this they had that one game that you played through the netflix app right three years ago and and they've had some like choose your own adventure story Mm -hmm. kind of things uh that have been built into netflix as well like the black mirror one uh but this this seemed a little bit different it's a new initiative that is hey we're just kind of it's almost like they're sponsoring it's like they're doing their own kind of apple arcade yes this this weird kind of shadow apple arcade where these games show up on the app store but when you try to open them they're like oh just throw in your netflix subscription uh username and password and then you can play this game for free and uh and if you don't have a netflix account like like uh me after (laughs) since two weeks ago uh you try to load up some of these games and go oh well fuck okay uh but i'm staying strong i decided i don't need netflix anymore and at least not for a while um so i'm i'm not i don't get to play any of these anyway let's move on to what the actual stuff was in the show uh 
again, we're not covering everything. I'm, we're being a little choosy on some of these. Uh, they showed off Queen, the Queen's Gambit chess, which um, that's just chess. Is that just chess? It's it's just chess. Uh, you know, which you I know think what's is great. They uh-huh. sell they sell Queen's Gambit the game, the board game, which is not chess. I learned that, and yes. people are pissed yeah. that it wasn't chess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so instead, they said, "Well, fuck it. I guess we'll just make chess." Yep. Which now other people can joke that. Why, like, why does it even need to be branded with the Queen's game? What the fuck are you Just doing? Call it fucking chess. Uh, it, it does seem like there are Let's some three things in there. There are some uh, iconic locations, like the orphanage she grew up in, where you can also play chess in these environments. Ooh. Um, but then maybe like some challenge puzzle stuff, uh, which we've seen with chess games before. Here's like a, a scenario, and you have to try to work your way out of it. Um, also, not a whole lot of dates on any of these things. Some of these things are out now. Uh, some of these things are out at some point. Uh, they didn't do a very good job of telling you when. Not even like a year? These things are. No, I mean, like, hmm. well, Chase will talk about it, but there's certain games that are absolutely out. There's other yeah. games that we'll talk about in other capacities that are coming out. But, yeah. I'll, yeah. It's, it's, it was very vague. It, it really was. Uh, it was. It was kind of an odd show, especially juxtaposed to some of these other shows that were very, very clear on, this is what it's coming out on, this is when it's coming out, here's all the information you need to know. Um, but let, let's run through these here. Uh, Lucky Luna is a game that's also coming to iOS and Android. It is from Snowman, developer behind the Alto games, and it's uh, it, it looks... You, it's, a, it's like a puzzle game... And you're kind of trying to navigate these areas uh, with your with jumps and with spins and uh, trying to get on platforms that that move around. Trying to think of a game that's kind of like, I mean, it, it feels a little bit like a downwelly kind of thing, just just by the fact that you're doing some platforming in a vertical format. But I'm it's, curious, it's kind of its what, own thing. What that's going to do because they they had a where cards fall was completely funded by apple i think mm-hmm. i mean it launched looks like one of the first games on there they've got all their other alto games on uh apple arcade yeah. apple arcade now plus, plus versions of them yeah and now this game will not be on apple arcade um or maybe it will be i don't, I don't know how that will work out like apple is really weird about what games go on arcade and what games do not um so we'll see but it, i know that they've worked with them in some capacity yeah uh, that was the other thing with all these Netflix games. They said no, no, uh, no uh, in-app purchases. Like these are these are just games. And I was like, okay, well that's that's just Apple Arcade with extra steps, I guess. That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but true. Netflix, okay, that's fine. I mean, yeah, if you if you don't I, have an Apple Arcade subscription, but you do have a Netflix subscription, here are a couple games you can play. So that's okay. I, I have to imagine if uh, this antitrust suit against apple goes through that will allow people to start sideloading stuff like maybe there'll be just a website you can go to like through your netflix account mm. where you can more easily like rather than all these extra steps yeah, yeah. It, it still is funny that netflix if you try to sign up for the app or if you try to sign up for netflix through the app it'll go uh yeah you should do that through a website and then come back to us and it'll be fine because they don't want to give 
that 30% cut to Apple because that's oh. kind of ridiculous when you think about it. Anyway, um, next game up, Desta, the memories between... These are all iOS and Android. I'm not going to keep saying that. Uh, this is from Us 2. You know them from the, the Monument Valley uh, and Monument Valley 2, games that we like. Um, this is also coming to Steam, though, so you okay. don't have to have Netflix. You could just buy this on Steam. And uh, this game is... What did Keeley say? It was a cross between Into the Breach, Hades... Oh. oh. Um, dodgeball, and oh. there was another thing in there that I cannot remember for the life of me. But it was a it was a very weird combination of things. Uh, this seems this seems kind of cool. It's a it's an isometric turn based strategy game. That's kind of where the into the into the breach comes from. Um, and it seems like you're you're picking up things to clear up dreams. I guess like each stage is a dream, and you're trying to knock things out of it to be able to tell to keep the story going and keep the the dream going and the narrative going forward. Uh, it seems kind of good. And if you if you tell me that the the people behind Monument Valley are making a turn-based strategy game, I'll go, okay, I guess I should play that. I know. I know. I know. Yep. And yep. Monument Valley will be they're bringing that to Steam as well. So that's cool too. Nice. Very cool. Uh, they showed Terranel. We we've talked about Terranel before. We've done a quick look of Terranel from from uh, Team Next Fest last year. Devolver showed off Terranel. The Wholesome Direct they shut off Terranil some more. There's a lot of Terranil going on. Uh, we don't know when that's coming out, but um, it it previously was only announced for PC, I believe. Yeah. And now, and now with this Netflix one, there's going to be mobile versions of it. Yeah, I, uh, wonder, they, I wonder if that all will sync up in some fun way. Uh, I doubt it, but it would be nice if it did, yeah. because uh, yeah, be cool. I, that game looks very pleasant. It does. I, I'm pretty interested in Terranil, that kind of reverse... They, they call it like a reverse city builder where you're trying to take a, yeah. a polluted land and bring it back to nature and then get rid of all the machinery that you have that helped to do that before you move on to the next area. Pretty cool. Uh, they showed off a new Reigns game, Reigns Three Kingdoms. Oh, that doesn't That's, sound like anything you care about. No, no, not at all. Uh, yeah, they they put the Dynasty Warriors into the into the Reigns game. Uh, I I like Reigns. I haven't played any yeah. of the other Reigns games. Like the was it Reigns Her Majesty, and then there was a Game of Thrones one. Yeah, there was. Yeah, I played two of those. I mean, yeah, I there's, I there's Game of Thrones ones too. Yeah, I think they said this is the fifth installment. So there's oh wow, there's a lot of there's a lot of Reigns out there. But this one has Three Kingdoms stuff in the screenshots I saw. I saw Sao Sao in there. You know, Commander of... Commander of... Uh, of course. Uh, why did I forget? Way. Way. The blue one. Uh, if you play the <laughs> Dynasty Warriors, they're the blue one. Um, so, seems like that's that could be kind of cool. But at the end of the day, that's that's Reigns. You, if you've played Reigns, you know what Reigns is. And, and this is just another okay. kind of swap that'll have some other mechanics to it. Uh, probably the, the game of this show, if not the game of every show, Point P. Yeah. Uh, in fact, they were so high on Point P, they had to put up a Point P counter. Uh, every time they said Point P, they added one to the counter. They said Point P like 40 times. Uh, it kept, it kept coming up in the show where Jeff would just be like, oh, there's a lull in this conversation. What if I just said Point P again? Uh, which, you know, fair, fair. Every yeah. time Point P is not on the screen, somebody should be asking, "What's Point P?" Where's Point P? P? 
Yeah, Dude, exactly. It's so good. Point P is from the uh, Downwell developer. So we know we mentioned Downwell when we said Lucky Luna, but this is actually, this is really just reverse Downwell. You're not going down, you're going up. And yes. uh, Bobby, you've played a little bit of this, right? It's out now. So why don't you yeah. uh, talk to us? Because this is the one where I was like, okay, I should play this and realized, oh, fuck, I don't have a Netflix subscription. I guess I'm not playing this. Point B is one of those games that comes around. You're like, this is a perfect little mobile experience. It's a great slice game. You can get in and out of it really easily. Um, think Angry Birds a little bit, only on the slingshotting mechanic. Uh, mm-hmm. So Point P is launched into the air. And if you tap on the bottom of your screen, it does kind of like a smash attack. Um, that's how you kick off very pinball-esque. So there's a giant blob creature beneath you that is hungry or hangry and you are having to make like juice or potion or whatever for it to subside its hunger um there's some platforming you're doing to go up and do that but it'll be like okay i want two blueberries and a cherry and you have to get them in that order and then when you land on a platform again you'll drop that down and it'll get satisfied and you can keep going up if it there's a timer going down for you to get those items if you don't uh he will shoot fire up and take away one of your your hearts but you'll unlock things too so you've got two points at the beginning to where you can uh jump and then you can tap on the screen and then you have like an in-air slingshot to kind of move around again and you can bounce off of the environment too and that lets you kind of get some really crazy combos and you can pick up a bunch of other fruit and have bonuses going to your point um but they're at, at the each of at the end of each run it accumulates your points and then you'll unlock new things that you can use in game. Like, uh, like I added an extra jump dash ability. So like now I get three of those after leveling up three times. Um, it's incredibly addictive, very pleasant to look at, very responsive. Yeah. I mean, Downwell, Downwell was famously black, white, and red, really limited yeah. color palette. And this is as candy coated as it can possibly be mm-hmm. so so many it, bright and saturated colors it looks like a giant you know the slimes from dragon quest yeah it, it looks like you're being chased by one of those sure um but it's 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 very well done um i i, I don't say that like enough about this one like it's this it's one of the better mobile experiences in recent years that i've i've encountered like it is very well done and um one that like i've been playing pretty much like when i get done playing games on my computer and i'm laying in bed trying to fall asleep i'll probably go through a few runs on that and then pass out and that's how i've been playing that one nice it's really well, maybe good. when the maybe when the next season of i think you should leave comes out i'll uh, get to play point p there you go <laughs> yeah i mean Netflix, um, a lot of good stuff and then there. And then lastly, uh, I mean, they showed off other stuff, but the last thing we're going to mention here is a game called Spiritfarer, uh, which uh, is out now on other platforms and uh, believe didn't do a single thing for anybody on this show. Just something we're really not interested in. So Did not I don't care for see it any all. reason for us to keep talking. About it. No, I know Bobby had a very, uh, very strong experience with that game. And uh, it's cool that it's showing up on Netflix. It's, it's cool that more people are going to get a chance to play it, even if those more people are just people with Netflix subscriptions. I, I didn't think that it had a mobile port yet. Yeah, I didn't know isn't, that. Isn't this the mobile port? Yeah, I was just trying to, like, that was the thing that I walked away from this with, is that, like, they were, this was some pretty wild games being brought to their platform, like, mm-hmm 
nice gets for sure. I just didn't realize that they were even in the works. I guess is the best way I should put it. Like I didn't know they were coming. Yeah. Uh, they also announced some shows based on games. There's a Dragon Quest anime looking thing. There's a, a, a another season of Cuphead or just more episodes of the Cuphead show. Uh, more. I, we're not going to talk about all, all that. So uh, let's skip through Geeked Week and move on to the Wholesome Direct, which uh, you know, this this show has been pretty consistent for the last handful of years. They've they've found their cadence of we just have a couple couple people who you're not quite doing ASMR, but they are they are just talking really nicely, and we're going to talk about the games that are coming out. We're just so happy about these games. And that's fine. That's great. It's it's a different thing. They they found their niche with that. Um, and the whole thing with the wholesome direct is that no no it's killing, like no shooting. Animal, if, if Animal Crossing was a game show, it would be the show. <laughs> yeah, sure. There you go. Um, that being said, I think uh, I think the shtick is uh, is running a little bit thin. In that, I feel like we're getting a lot of the same kinds of games these days out of the wholesome direct um and i'm not i'm not sure about this but maybe i I don't know if it's them choosing a lot of similar games to be in the humble direct or be in the wholesome direct or if developers are intentionally making games for this to for the wholesome direct Uh, i don't know yeah some chicken and egg situation but you find i find at least that we've we've fallen into a bit of a trap. Uh, I call it the three F's: farming, fishing, and photography. Don't check. Don't spell check me on that one. Um, but it, you get a lot of those, uh, especially this year. There was a lot of farming, uh, a lot of farming, a lot of crafting, uh, and then uh, I would also kind of throw cooking in there as like a subset of farming. Just a, a lot of a it's lot of that stuff. Slice of life games. A lot of slice sure. of life games, and they're very cute and chill cozy vibes is what you know people would throw out there like it is it is very samey i will i will give you that like there's not and a few years ago that was fresh that was so fresh that oh we're we're trying something new here we're we're going after a different class of games and oh this is so good because every every xbox and every playstation game is about shooting and killing and blah 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 and okay this is this is nice look at what games can be and now it's okay well these games are always just this. So I, I tried and to pull out more th- of the interesting say, ones here. I, I typically really like those types of games. Sure. Yeah. Um, Bobby's our, re- Bobby's our, our uh, resident crafting man. That's me. I'm the craft man. And there's there's plenty here for you. You can feast yeah. I will, on all this crafting. We're feasting on the crafts. Uh, but I did try when I when I picked uh, the games that we're going to talk about here because there were so many games. And if you want to check them, I believe wholesomegames.com is the is the URL, and they've got everything listed that they showed, and they have all the platforms that they're going to, and they link out to either Steam pages or Twitter pages or to game websites. Uh, it's it's very well done, especially compared to how Netflix just kind of throws a recap out there that doesn't really tell you anything. But anyway, I'm going to go through some of these games relatively quickly. Uh, they showed off more Terra Nil, again, to be announced. We don't know a date on that. Um, they showed a game called 30 Birds, which is coming to Steam and consoles uh, and has a, a release date of Did TBD you say as well. 30 or Dirty? 30, but uh, the, when, they, when they showed the developers, they talked with a bit of an accent, so I thought it was Dirty Birds for quite a bit. Uh, 
Uh, oh, you dirty bird. Of the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was quite good. Anyway, this game looks cool. It's kind of got a pop-up book aesthetic. Uh, it plays a little bit like Fez in that there are these 3D objects, but you're playing on the surfaces, on the 2D surfaces of the 3D objects. So you're going around different surfaces, and it seems like there are 30 birds that you are talking to or finding. Uh, it looks like it's kind of got some some Paper Mario action yeah, to it from yeah, the way sure. the characters move. Uh, lots of good art, lots of really good music. That one, that one I think is pretty cool. I'm going to keep my eye on that one. Available when it's ready, according to Steam. That's right. Uh, How to Say Goodbye is coming to Steam, iOS, and Android sometime this year. This is a narrative uh, game about death and about grief. It actually reminds me a lot of Spiritfarer, theme-wise, thematically. Uh, but this game is a puzzle game. You're, you're moving tiles. Got a really nice look to it. The way, the way that you can shuffle these tiles um, like vertically on either axis. And you're, you're kind of moving things to puzzle them out and get, to, get them to the right spaces. But it's about moving on and letting go. And uh, it, it, seemed, it seemed pretty cool. I also want to check that one out um, sometime here in 2022. Fall of Porcupine is coming to Steam, TBD. Uh, this one, big Night in the Woods vibes, just from, like, hey, you're these, you're, it's, a, it's a bunch of small animals, it's a 2D world that you're walking around through. Yep. No, no platforming that I can see like Night in the Woods has, but uh, this game is about the healthcare system, specifically a critique of the healthcare system in America. Wait, uh, whoa, whoa. Apparently it's not good. I, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, healthcare system here, not great. Which which one are you talking about, Chase? Fall of Porcupine. Fall of Porcupine. Yeah. I, I believe there's a porcupine that is uh, is in the hospital. And you're yeah. like a you're like a bird, maybe? Or okay. Small, some small animal that's a doctor, and you're... Seems more like a narrative experience of dealing with, with that. Uh, moving on to Odata, or Adada, however you want to say it. Uh, come to Steam, TBD. This one's pretty neat. It's a city builder slash music awesome. loop maker. Uh, yeah. it, like it, gives, it just like throws a bunch of pieces on the ground for you, and you build them like Legos onto these different, uh, different planes, different objects. And when you place these little pieces or houses at different points, they... They make yeah, music awesome. on the loop. Uh, and then there's lots of different scenarios where you do that to change the way the music sounds or, or have different music, different musical levels that they're going with. Uh, it's really, really bright and colorful, really cool looking. Seems, seems like a fun one. I'm usually not into loops. I know, Bobby, you and, you and me and uh, Magic Air talked about the, the Loop Maker app that was on Playdate. One yep. of the games that showed up there, and that was something that none of us really messed with. But uh, I think in this context, with uh, with the way that it's built, uh, I'm I'm way more interested in trying this out and maybe making some fun music, yeah, and totally. uh, and just playing around and having a good time. Uh, they showed off Ooblets. Uh, we like Ooblets here. We're, we're oh, yeah. Ooblets fans. It's a pro Ooblets podcast. Mm-hmm. Ooblets is going to 1.0 sometime this summer, and it's coming out for Xbox, Epic, Game Store, and Switch. 
I'm very excited. I'll finally get to play Ooblets and not just watch and listen as other people talk about how cool Ooblets is. So uh, oh, pretty yeah. excited about that one. They showed off a game called Bubblegum Galaxy that's coming to Steam and consoles sometime in 2023. This, uh, I, I wrote down, it's Tweed Dorfromantic. Uh, Dorfromantic, if you don't remember, that's the one where you're placing these kind of hex tiles. It, it kind of looks like Catan in that way, Settlers of Catan. Uh, and you're, you're placing those tiles. This game, very similar. You're placing those hex hexagonal tiles, but you are rebuilding the galaxy one tile at a time. Kind of cool. kind of pixel based, but it goes into some three D three D scenes for story based stuff. It seems it seems fun. I'm I'm uh, very interested in that one. Nice. Uh, Paper Trail might be one of the coolest games I saw in the entire week of all these game shows. Uh, it's coming to Steam, Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, iOS, Android. Basically everything but Stadia, and who knows, maybe it'll come to Stadia as well. Um, this one's supposed to be coming out Q1 of next year, and it's a top-down puzzle adventure game where you're actually folding and tearing the world itself. I'm so watching the trailer for this. It's it so cool. Really it's so cool. cool. Like, you're walking around this, this square place, and you realize you can't cross this river that's there so then you can you can go and you can grab the like the top right corner of the level and fold it down like it's a paper yeah, airplane awesome. or something and when you fold it down that makes a bridge that now you can get over uh it it seems really cool there was another game that came out relatively recently that was um oh nick sutner worked on it uh was the writer on it uh but like you were taking pieces of the map and you were moving the map around Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. That had yeah a, I a know similar what you're talking vibe. about. Um, Carto, 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 yes, something like yeah, um, or even or even something like the the pedestrian that puzzle game that that we were yep. playing, Bobby, where you are physically linking the different pieces of level together. Um, I, I really like, but I really like the way this one is that it's all one piece and you're folding and and origami this kind of level together. I think that one's really really cool. It's got a great art as well. Uh, a Frog's Tale is coming to Steam next year. This is a pixel-based RPG that has some rhythm and puzzle elements. The, the rhythm stuff really comes into combat, where it's very much like a, an even more advanced Paper Mario. So you're, you're doing your attack, and then you have to hit the button at the beat to do extra damage. Seems like a nice little RPG that way. Yeah. Uh, that, that one I just thought looked kind of fun. Some Link to the Past vibes in there, too. A little bit, yeah, like the, the overworld stuff, and then when you get into mm -hmm. a battle, it, it goes into that more Paper Mario side scrolly looking thing. Uh, they showed off more of that Shim game, the, the, the game where you are jumping between shadows. That thing looks awesome. I want to play that as soon as possible. Uh, unfortunately, Which one, it's TBD. Called Shim, S C H I M. I'm trying to fall. So, so, some of these, really quick, uh, yeah. if you go on, on their website, there's a lot of these that have demos, so I'm just trying to open tabs to download stuff after the show that we can check out. I don't remember. I don't think this one had a demo. Um, okay. Coming out, come coming out, uh, TBD, but it's coming to Steam, Itch.io, and consoles. This one, I'm I'm just really excited about. They showed it off at the Day of the Devs, and I was really impressed by that. I feel like they've shown it off before. There was this seems like something I'd seen in the past. But uh, I'm I'm just so jazzed for this. The the idea that you're just like this little 
black shadow monster that's jumping in and out of shadows yeah, as, sure. as people are moving and you're trying to jump into their shadows so you can move along with them. Just super, super cool, super smart. Yeah, this is really uh, cool. They also showed a little bit more of a little to the left, which Bobby and I are are pretty excited about. Bobby, did we did was there a demo of that that we played? Wasn't that another demo thing that we played last year on last year's Steam Next Fest? Yeah, we've played we played a demo for that, and okay. uh, it was briefly as a pre-purchase on iOS, but they pulled that. Um, I think the game got pushed a little bit, but okay. I think they also started, they also got a little bit more ambitious with it because I remember yes. when we played it, it looked very uh, graphic design style. That yeah. this, everything had the same kind of flat look to it, which was nice. It was a nice look. I'm not saying flat like boring, I'm just saying flat like right, right. The, the way the colors work. Um, but now it seems like they're starting to add in some. Not not quite FMV, although some of their, their trailer stuff is kind of teasing FMV to get to the game. But it looks like there are a, a lot more textures, a lot more different styles uh, that they're they're adding in with that. But but this game is about basically it's about OCD, where you have uh, yeah. papers that are strewn around and you're trying to move them into certain areas. Uh, plants that you're trying to turn the pots to to get them to aesthetically look nice. And one of the new things they announced here uh, in in this show, or maybe they showed it off at Day of the Devs, but there's going to be a daily solve that is, oh, cool. I, I guess it's, I guess it's like a procedurally, I, I don't know if it's procedurally generated or how it exactly works, but it's probably going to take one of the existing puzzles that you play, and it's a variation of it, and then you'll get little badges for every day that you play uh, those those extra little levels. Uh, I think it looks really cool. That game fucking rules. That a little to the left. That demo was executed so well, and I, I, I think that you should absolutely check that game out. It is very well done. It's really neat, and and the more they show, the more I'm excited to to play it. Uh, it's yeah. coming to Steam, Switch, iOS, Android, and consoles. So that was a little weird that it's coming to Switch and consoles. Okay, but well, I, I, I mean, see? everybody hates oh. everybody hates that thing, right? Chase. Of course, of course. The Switch isn't a real console in Bobby's eyes, so that's probably why they had to do that. Inferior uh, child's toy. That's coming out sometime this year. So, looking forward to uh, playing a little to the left on whatever platform of choice you want this year. Uh, next up, The Wandering Village is coming to Steam and Xbox either this summer or this fall. There, I guess they're not sure yet. <laughs> I, I struggle with the demo for that one. Did you? Yeah, I, I, okay. I'll give it. I'll give it another go. But I, I love the way it looks. I was really excited about it, and I did not like the way it felt when I checked out that first demo. Okay, I mean, I like the idea. It's a it's a city builder that takes place on the back of this giant creature, and the creature is moving through the world, and and it seems like the the creature is going to move through toxic environments, and there's kind of a symbiosis of you trying to get on the good side of the creature to maybe uh, influence it to, to go in different places to help you out and help you help it out. Uh, it, it seems like a cool idea. It yeah. is. It, it, it says city builder, but there seems to be a lot of farming going on in there. There's so it's, a lot it's of definitely hitting one of those Fs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, With You is a game that is out right now, and it's free, so no reason for you not to go and play it. It's on Steam and itch.io, and it's made by one of our good friends, Carol Mertz, 
uh, who yes. uh, I, is she from St. Louis or she was here in St. Louis for a while uh, making think, making some games? Yes, I think she was. Here anyway, some games. Car- Carol's great. She's she's made awesome card games, video games, board game stuff, and uh, and this is another one that I think she made last year, and or at least was working on last year. But anyway, it is out. It is free. Uh, and it looks cool. If you've played a game like Snipper Clips, yeah. uh, then I think you'd be right at home with this, where there are two differently shaped characters and you're using them to solve puzzles and using them to uh, like fit into different shapes, but then also using them to boost each other and, and connect with each other to make other shapes. Seems, seems like a cool thing that I would probably like, because I really like Snipper Clips. Absolutely. Uh, then there was a, this was actually part of a montage that they showed at the end of just like quickly running through some stuff, but I thought a lot of the games they showed in this montage were way better than another fucking farming game that they, they had to have like a two, three minute presentation on. Um, Bread and Fred is a game that is coming to Steam and Switch TBA, but it's a platformer where you play as two penguins that are connected by a rope. And, uh, and you use the momentum of that to be able to climb up this, uh, this kind of mountain. Uh, whoever made this game must have played Knuckles Chaotix. And then they said, oh, what if I made a game that played not like shit um, and unfortunately not have the Sonic characters in it? Uh, um, uh, this thing looks cool. I, I would like to play this quite a bit uh, as somebody who did suffer through Knuckles Chaotix because so much of it was cool, even if the main mechanic was actually kind of shit. Uh, let's move oh, on. Yeah. Paper, paper Clay, all one word, P-A-P-E-R-K-L-A-Y, is coming to Steam and Consoles TBA. Uh, this one looked really cool. It's like, a, it's like an evolution of Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker, where you're oh, moving cool. around this, this kind of 3D box, this big 3D puzzle box, but you play as this chicken that kind of goes over the different surfaces and solve, solves puzzles. Uh, it's kind of got, uh, it's got this cardboard look, though, that it looks a lot look like cool. Tearaway. Yeah. Reminds me a lot of Tearaway. Yeah, um, that, that. That, one, that one might be pretty cool. They also showed off Bloom. Bloom, the game that you can play right now on your Playdate. Uh, this was the only time I saw a Playdate get mentioned anywhere uh, like in miss. any of this. Which, uh, yeah, you know, I'd like to see more Playdate content, but... I get it's a it's a pretty niche little console, and uh, if you don't have one already, you're going to be waiting Look. a long time for one. So I guess I guess yeah, maybe it's out, right? maybe it's understandable that they're not pushing Playdate games right now. Anyway, Bloom is cool. Um, Bobby, did you show that off on one of our Monday streams? I did. Uh, we okay. have a there's a video on demand you can go watch of our our Playdate showcase, and I highlighted. Bloom. I think it's a really cool game. Uh, it is. It is very yeah. cool. Yep. Yeah. So definitely check out one of our casual Monday streams where we shut off that. Uh, and then lastly, their their kicker, their one final thing was a game called Melatonin, which is coming out to Steam, Epic Game Store, and Switch on September sixteenth. Hey, a real date, an actual date. That's a that's real cool. Date. <laughs> um, and this game also looks cool as it's basically a new rhythm heaven. It's a, it looks like a minigame collection that's going through a bunch of different dreams, and each dream has a different rhythm-based minigame to it. Uh, seems, seems great. Uh, if, you, if you liked Rhythm Heaven, you'll probably love this. If you thought Rhythm Heaven was too hard, 
seems like they've added some assists into this game to make it a little bit easier and to to get on the beat. I'm I'm pretty jazzed for it. I'm looking forward to uh, trying this one out as well. Looks nice. really cool. And really that like was it. that was Netflix Geek Week, and that was the Wholesome Direct. Uh, again, we covered a fraction of the games that they mentioned on both of these shows. So if you're interested in seeing what else they had, there's plenty of ways to do it. Those archives are up on YouTube. And uh, at least for Wholesome, you can go to wholesomegames.com and find all the fucking games they showed. There, there were so many There's a lot there. Games. Most of them were about farming. Anyway, uh, Johnny, I think you're up next yeah. to talk about the Xbox and Bethesda game showcase. Yes. And I'm sure at least half of that is interesting. Uh, yeah. Oh, I know. Um, I, I see what Chase is doing. The, yeah, Chase, I, I don't. Chase, Chase I'm the guy who doesn't, doesn't like Bethesda. Bethesda. Hi. He, mm, Hi, yes. I'm Chase Kennedy. I don't like Bethesda. He's going to tell you he's a vegan next also. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know if somebody doesn't uh, like Bethesda, give him enough time. I'll let you know. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Um, Go ahead, Johnny. Excite me. Yeah, so uh, they kicked things off at the uh, Xbox and Bethesda showcase by uh, showing off some gameplay of Redfall. Uh, which is that four-player cooperative like vampire hunting game? That's Arcane, right? Yes. Uh, it's made. Yeah, it's made by Arcane, the people that made Prey. I think it's. I think it might be the same team that made Prey. Um, and uh, I think it looks all right. I mean, I'm not. I don't know. I I'm not super high on Redfall, Bobby. Did you? Did you check it out? Did you? What did you guys think? I think it looks cool. These types of games are are difficult for me because I think mm-hmm. they are completely reliant on you having a group of people to play. Them. Yes. So and I mean, in this cool instance, also a group of people who understand their roles because yeah. this isn't Left 4 Dead. It's not just hey, I picked yeah. up these different weapons, but everybody functionally plays the same. It's yeah. this guy's the sniper who can go invisible. This guy's the tank. Yeah. He, yeah, exactly. This girl can make bouncy, weird telekinetic things for you. Um, and also, everybody is so goddamn chatty. Oh my yeah. god, would they not shut up during this? There's a lot of banter time? banter happening between the characters. I mean, look, it's it's going to be on Game Pass, so yeah. I, I I assume Bobby and I will probably check this out some Friday when it, sure. after it comes out. Yeah. I mean, I, you guys can't get enough of these vampire games. They're good. That's true. That's true. Uh, also, we saw Hollow Knight Silk Song. That doesn't sound right. That's which not a real game. Is also coming to Game Pass on day one. However, they did not give a date. Oh yeah, what day? What day one is that? Exactly. <laughs> which so, one day is that? <laughs> I I played about ten or fifteen hours of Hollow Knight on the Switch. After which, I just kind of put it down because I I was like, this is this is okay, but it's just. Metroidvanias is just not not usually my jam. So I appreciate Hollow Knight. I know that it has a lot of people who really love that first game. They are a dedicated fan base. Yes, yes. And are frothing at the mouth for this to come out. So I'm glad that they at least got to see some new gameplay for that. And hopefully it comes out sooner rather than later. Um, <laughs> I didn't... Okay. So I didn't even realize this until I saw the extended showcase where they talked to Justin Roiland. Uh, but this High on Life is made you, by... You didn't see like five seconds into the trailer where it said from the creator of Rick and Morty? I was, I was watching this while I was also working. Okay. And so okay. I, I somehow missed that. But as soon as I saw like the 
style of yeah. like how these things like okay that makes total sense. Or also just listen to the gun talk mm-hmm. for literally one Five second. Seconds. Like oh hey it's Morty. Um, yeah. And this is a game. It's a first person shooter where you're oh, Gatlians is the name of the race of yeah, aliens I that, that I are true. the guns. Mm-hmm. And it looks stupid. Yeah, um, stupid but kind of kind of good. Like honestly, yeah. the only thing that's a bummer for me is that it's Justin Roiland. I'm I'm a little bit sick of all that at this mm-hmm. point. But this is the closest anyone's come to making a Oddworld Stranger's Wrath two, and for that I have to salute. Yeah, and it's it's also going to be on Game Pass, so I'll be able to check it out. No additional cost. Um, let's see, uh, Riot. Added a bunch of benefits to Game Pass, uh, stuff with League, all you agents. You can play stuff. all their free-to-play games for free on yeah. Game Pass. But Without you get, like, having to have... Shit. You get some extra stuff with it. So yeah. that's that's cool yeah. for people that like those games. Sure. Um, they show off uh, some gameplay of a Plague Tale Requiem. I never played the first Plague Tale. I heard it was good. Um, and also terribly, terribly depressing. So... Um, did either of you guys ever check out you that know, first I got, game? I got a no. little stuff with you, Johnny. I don't think I've ever heard of a plague being a good time, my friend. Mm. Well, um, let me tell I, you that. I, COVID-19. I, uh, I tell myself that I'm not going to play any game where there's just a sea of goddamn rats yeah. that will murder and maul you. Uh, mm-hmm. That's just not my thing. Uh, it almost was the reason I put down Dishonored. Uh, a lot of rats. A lot of rats. A lot of rats. Um, yeah, and we got our first good look at the next Forza. Forza, Forza Motorsport proper. Uh, so it's not Forza Motorsport 8. It's just Forza Motorsport. And... Uh, the, the Forza Motorsport. Yes. And uh, Chase, Bobby, let me tell you, mm-hmm. those wheels... Are they round? Real round. Very round. Nice. Nice. Uh, ray-traced round wheels. Oh, hell yeah. So I am much more of a Horizon man. I I prefer an arcade-style racer over a sim-type racer, but I know, uh, you know, this... I feel like Forza Motorsport has overtaken Gran Turismo and probably is... Yeah, oh, 100%. It took it over, like, four games ago. ago. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But just also with the way GT7 came out... They kept making Forza games. They stopped making Gran Turismo games. And then they put... They put seven out, and and then they made bad Gran Turismo games. I yeah. would like—I don't like the real semi racing games, but I think that they look like a spectacle. And yeah. considering I can download it just to see what it looks like, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, also, like I haven't played a Forza since four. Like a Forza I Motorsport, think, I mean, since four. I think that was the last one I played too, because I when I first got an Xbox One, it came with a Forza Motorsport. Okay, and I played. A decent amount of it, and then I discovered Forza Horizon and <laughs> never touched right. it again. Um, so, so motorsport, uh, Bobby, you might actually end up enjoying it because, like Horizon, there are a lot of assist options on there to make it not such a such a brutal sim. And yeah. I, I found myself having a good time with it, no matter how hard or easy you wanted to make it for yourself. Yeah, uh, I, it, I, it's it's a solid series, but like Johnny said, also Horizon exists, so right. I kind of don't need to play a motorsport. And we did get more Horizon 
uh, news out of this, uh, out did. of the showcase, which we'll talk about here up in a bit. Yeah. Uh, Flight Simulator's getting some new planes, helicopters. Uh, you can fly the Pelican from Halo. Goddamn Pelican! That's pretty cool. Uh, the best, it's the best can't. Halo thing to come out for is years. There, is there a that's Pelican true. in Infinite? Yeah. Yeah, like that's the first thing that's, you're flying in, isn't it? That's, that's the... Yeah, oh, I just didn't know if this got that ship. before that did. I couldn't remember. No, it didn't. <laughs> um, good, nice, well played. Uh, Overwatch two, <laughs> whatever the fuck uh-huh. that is. Sure, uh, gonna be free to play. Uh, and okay. we saw a new hero. I don't remember their name. Uh, early access comes out October fourth for that. And cavalry well, here. stuff. Hmm. What's that? Go ahead. Bob. Bob. What it's only for the PvP. Right, right. The PvE oh. content, the campaign stuff. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah, I just... I don't know. After hearing some After general impressions... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I played a lot of the first Overwatch. Uh, yeah. Like, for those first couple years that it was out. And I just... I have no real passion for this game, despite how much ah. I loved Overwatch. I enjoyed the first Overwatch quite a bit for for a while. Uh, and then I got out of it because I just wanted to play other games. But I got out, I guess, before things went bad, quote-unquote. Like, it, it seems like, from from a lot of different opinions, that that game has transitioned to serve the esports players more and more and serve the casual audience less and less. That's a and shame. And it's, it's made... Uh, it's made it a worse game overall because it's it's serving a, a smaller audience, which I guess is understandable. Those are your more dedicated players. Those are the people who are sticking with you for longer. But at the same time, it, it turns it into a different game. And Overwatch 2 seems like maybe it's not learning the lessons that you might have, should have learned from Overwatch 1. Yeah. Um, also, uh, that whole Blizzard thing. Uh, Aura, History Untold, looked like an interesting strategy game where you get to redefine events from world history so you can play as uh, the Mayans or the Incans. And there was like, a lot of different uh, tribes that you could play as from different periods of uh, Latin American history and alter the course of history in the game, uh, which... There's been, I feel like there's another game that did, I think Humanity might have done something similar to that. You mean um, Humankind? Humankind. Humanity. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, so another yeah, game, uh, what's it called? It's uh, uh, Civ- Civilization? Yeah, it's a civil. Oh, yeah, it's, it's that. It's one of those. It's one In of fact, those. man... I, I mean, it's the same genre of game, but also this trailer, I was just pointing at the screen the whole time and going, Civ. It's just, yeah, this is Civ. This is Civ, it's right? And then Civ. it was like, we're not Civ. Or like, those characters, those character models looked a lot like Civ character yeah. models. Yeah. Like, it, it wasn't just, hey, you made a 4X game. You made Civ. Yeah. Somebody yeah. out there made Civ. Civ baby. Have, okay, that's fine. If they have the same narrator or a similar style narrator as they do in Civ, then it'll be even more egregious. Um, 
Uh, I got a new look at that Elder Scrolls Online DLC <laughs> High Rise. Scrolls Online. Uh, uh, just, just trying to make it feel like a Bethesda press conference exactly. where uh, you get a woo girl out well, there about Andrew anything w- ESO ever. We, Andrew WK wasn't there, unfortunately. Uh, oh, too bad. It wasn't, it wasn't a party. No. Uh, that's coming out uh, June 21st, the day after my birthday. Uh, the Pit for Fallout 76 is coming out in September. Which oh, I, based on the worst Fallout 3 DLC. I just... I... I guess people are still playing that game enough of them to warrant a big expansion it's just it's wild man it's wild it's crazy people do all sorts of dumb shit you know like like start a podcast we're living examples of that um then uh we got a good look at some dlc that had actually been spoiled on steam uh, a few days before the show. It was spoiled uh, by two Forza Horizons ago. <laughs> um, so we're getting another Hot Wheels expansion uh, sure. for Forza Horizon, and it looks fucking awesome. It it's looks great. It's, now, Johnny, uh, yeah. as as the guy who's actually played the, the actual Hot Wheels racing game, mm-hmm. how do you feel about this compared to that? I mean, it's... It's just not really a comparison. <laughs> I it's mean, not. I, I guess. I guess but, for me, it's weird. Like, I, yeah. if I'm if I'm Hot Wheels, if I'm the Hot Wheels license, I, we dipped our toe into the video games with the the DLC the last time we did this, and yeah. now we can make our own game. So it yeah. feels a little bit weird that they're going back to the well of I mean, oh, but, let's go back to DLC. I'm glad. Yeah, it's I, I, fucking you know, rad. That, but that, hot, that Hot Wheels uh, Unleashed game it was made by a significantly smaller studio. Sure. Much less far reach than that. So, you know, maybe people will play this on Game Pass or, you know, whatever, and they'll say, oh man, this was great. I wish there were more games that let me drive on a Hot Wheels track. And then they'll find Hot Wheels Unleashed, which is actually a really fun arcade racer. Yeah. Was, um, the, was the shark car in, uh, in Hot Wheels Unleashed? I don't know. Okay. I mean, but like if they didn't do Hot Wheels, a bunch they of go cars. back to Lego. Yeah. They can't really mm-hmm. set it. I mean, I, I'm just trying to right. think like what would be some other cool things that they could they could I mean, tie they, into. Yeah, they've done Fast and the Furious before. They could. I said they could cool things. Go back Chase. to that well. Hey, yeah, depends not- depends on the Fast and the Furious that you're talking about. Yeah, cool. No, some of them are extremely Family. cool. No. <laughs> No. Speaking of not cool, is one of the fast greatest and furious things. Oh, but Johnny, I was giving you the transition of a lifetime. Okay. Uh, arc two. Yeah. <laughs> How round is Vin Diesel's head? It's, you know, as round as it's ever been. All right. Is it ray traced? Ray traced round head. It is. Nice. But he, he, you know, he likes to stay. Uh, pitch black, so I yeah, don't know how sure. much of those rays will actually be traced right wow. around him. The the escape from Butcher Ray tracing. Oh, that's so much better than my joke. <laughs> I should probably just take this back over from both of you. Um, family. Uh, arc, arc two is about family. Charlie, yeah. Let's, let's get back to your hosting duties. Let's let's get uh, guys. Yeah, let's let's talk about score. Oh God! It'll make us all feel like this, shit. This game just makes me so uncomfortable. It's I can't even describe gross. to you. It's ugh. Like there's. I'm not gonna lie. There was a part where that trailer came on that I thought it was just a dude holding his dick. I'm gonna say. Yeah. I, I thought, <laughs> like, yes. I might as well we be. All, that we would be less upsetting. It. 
like I remember as a kid looking at like the artwork for Tool and just being so put off by like how fucking gross it was. It's yeah. Like somewhere between like what if you and I look, I know that people really it's revered and people like that shit, but this looked like some fucking Cronenberg body horror fucking lawnmower man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like somebody's jerking off in a booth watching you play this game somewhere. Like that shit was fucking now we're talking. Off. <laughs> it's, yeah, I can't, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure it's a competent game when you actually play it. Oh, I just, I, I just never will. Everybody's it like, is, it's it is, a silent protagonist. I'd be fucking quiet, too, if I was in this game. I wouldn't yeah, say play, a goddamn I'd word. i a thousand Bethesda games before I ever would touch Scorn. I if just I, can't do it. I just can't do it. If I woke up in that room, like, I, I would just kill myself. I'd be like, okay, Listen. well. Here's the other thing. I I can tell you right now, full confidence, even though this is a free game to download, I'm not doing it. No. Yeah. Yeah. Some garbage. It might be free, but it costs it has a cost. The toll it takes on that guy was holding a fucking chewed up foot long sub sandwich and yanked it out of his belly. Yeah, I, I, mean, I liked that, I liked when it said like scorn is a sh- scorn has shooting but it's not a shooter and it's like yeah the shooting would get it in the way of the of the vomiting that I want to do you can't scorn shoot. has can clothes uh, but chooses not to wear them can you imagine oh, the, the being an artist at that studio <laughs> no, uh, a foley artist imagine, no no like imagine just being like a normal person at that studio who's just like hey guys. What's the new game we're working on? And then these people come from out of the back. <laughs> like like God. that that game is probably just nothing but pu- people pouring water on jello for all the audio in that. Gross. Okay. Just all right. Fucking oh, moving on. God, like it's it's just the it's I'm Sigourney Weaver and this is Scorn and it's just that that scene from Alien. Somebody's uh, like, what do you think our art, what, what should we base this off of? I don't know. You ever seen a prolapsed asshole? Like, that's probably what this should be. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, then we got... Uh, How do you follow that? <laughs> a game that we thought was Godfall at first. Uh, it was just Scorn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Footlock, The Siege of Dawn. Okay. Uh, has big, like Godfall. Not little Godfall. Bit of... You're thinking of Greedfall. Greedfall. It it's very good though. It looks very good. One of the falls. I thought, I thought it was forespoken there for half a second. I yep. said that myself. That too. Yeah. I I think this game looks all right. It, sure. This wasn't know. a Game Pass game though, right? Or was it a Game Pass game? This day one on Game Pass. Okay. In the note. In the notes. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll check that out. Um, then we saw uh, noted uh, video gamesman, still a threat, uh, Jeff Gershman revealed uh, last week on uh, the inaugural episode of his podcast that they were making a Minecraft RTS. And turns out they're making a Minecraft RTS. It's called Minecraft Legends. It looks uh, good. It looks good. You're controlling characters, so it's, it seems like a bit of a hybrid because normally you know you are like in god mode basically where you're just over the map and you're scrolling around but this actually looks like you're controlling a playable character and moving them around on the map and, and building a base and a bases and uh i don't know i'm 
I'm pretty high on this one. I think I think it looks pretty good. Well, um, you might not be alone because this was the most watched trailer from this event. Saw that, yeah, and uh, yeah, you know, my son Jude is a huge, huge Warcraft fan. Hard what? to believe. Yeah, I, I, it wasn't Scorn. That's was Scorn. There's one podcaster out there that um, seems to be pretty excited about Scorn, and it it seems pretty on brand for them. And you know who you are. You know who you are. You You will pay for your season, you sicko. (laughs) Go play Uh, Silent Hill instead of a good family game. Let's see here. We got uh, Gunfire Reborn, a four-player animal FPS co-op game. Uh, It comes out in October. I don't remember anything about that. I don't either. Uh, The last case Early access for a while on Steam. It's like Borderlands, but with animals. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I do remember that game. Yeah, Ben Pack uh, was last... a fan of it. What's that? Ben, Giant Bomb Ben was really into that game. That's right. Mm. Ben Pack, uh, the last case of Benedict Fox, a two and a half D side scroller mystery game, uh, comes out spring next year. Day one on Game Pass. This one, uh, I feel like. Hang on, let me do a quick Google search here, and I think. Maybe I fell asleep. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember any of these games. I remember this one. I thought it looked pretty good. Okay. Very, like, almost like Eldritch Lovecraftian type stuff yes. happening. Uh, as Dust Falls, which is... That's that narrative. Really interesting. Yeah. Uh, it had that really like almost Tom like storyboard art style. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um... That one looked okay. It looked like, you know, if it tells a good story, maybe it'd be worth checking out. Uh, Naraka? Naraka Blade Point? Yes. That comes out in like a week. Does it? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's like a Battle Royale, right? That's right. Yeah. So this... I don't know. I might check this out. It's on Game Pass. It's a Battle Royale with... Uh, like melee swords and stuff. Yes. Uh, Pentiment got announced. That's coming out in that's, October. That's the new. Um, my it's God, Obsidian. Obsidian. Um, it's their like yeah, narrative mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's got. A look it has good. a. It has a very. Like I, I saw. Uh, I watched the extended showcase, and the devs were talking about like the medieval type art style that inspired them. I just thought it looked like Terry Brooks's animation from Monty Python <laughs> in a lot of ways, which he was obviously influenced by medieval art as well. But the whole time, I just kept expecting a big foot to come down and squash something on the screen, but it never did. Uh, let's see. Grounded is getting a full yeah. yes. launch this year Hell in September. Yeah. Uh, the game is very fun, uh, but they're adding story stuff. Uh, it'll have an actual, it sounds like maybe ending to the game that you can get to. Um, I still figure out after that first, that first mm-hmm. outing, um, I, I got hooked on it. I wanted more of the story that was coming and I didn't want to keep, I don't know if our base got wiped in one of these updates. I'm, I'm curious what our base would look like in a 1.0 release. It's just full of spiders. Yuck. Um, Erebon Shadow Legacy is this what is this 
I swear Johnny is just making up game t- game names. Now. I am. There's no way. There's no. Oh, way. this is uh, you play as the robot. You'll have to be more specific. Or, yes. <laughs> no, you you don't play as the robot. I'm sorry. Uh, you play as uh, it's a third person action game. Looks like you can turn into smoke, which is pretty cool. Uh, and then probably the thing that got me the most excited was uh, Diablo 4. They showed off Looks really uh, a cinematic good. trailer and some gameplay uh, featuring uh, the final class, I think, right, they are going to have in the game, which the is necromancer. the Necromancer. Yep. Uh, I played as a Necromancer on Diablo 3 on the Switch, and it is broke as fuck I, and I so fun. I, I can agree. I switched over to a seasonal character that's a Necromancer, and it's not even funny just how much just, chaos and destruction you bring. The Necromancer right. wasn't originally in three, right? No, they got added that was, to DLC. Yeah, that was yep. yeah, that was in one of the expansions. I remember you the Druid class in two. Yes, so you got the Druid, Necromancer, Barbarian, Wizard, and Rogue. I think is what you have. Sorceress. Now. Sorceress. Sorry. For for four. Uh, yeah, I man, the more I watched that. It looks and really they, fucking good. They talked about it in the extended stuff. I'm I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, Diablo Immortal has been fine, uh, but the more I played of it, the more I realized this just probably isn't the ideal Diablo experience that I want. And so the cool thing they're doing with this is it's going to have couch co-op, cross save, yeah. and cross progression, um, and cross play. So if you're playing on Xbox or PC, so Chase, like depending on your interest or if you're you have game pass i i believe we could even parsec in and do some couch co-op with diablo 4 and check that out for like a casual okay. monday or something or even play together on friday because i think that we could do couch co-op and then link up with johnny and yeah. all three play together that way um yeah and that's which, it looks yeah, really cool no no firm release date for that just 2023 however they and this is obviously subject to change because game development is very difficult uh, all of the games that they talked about were coming out in the next 12 months as of the time of that recording. So uh, we'll be getting a new Diablo game within the next year, which is pretty yep. exciting. And that, that's been uh, delayed once already, or twice probably. But I think, yeah, a couple of times. Uh, and also just everything happening at Blizzard and Activision is probably yeah further complicated things. Cause I, I feel like somebody like some pretty high ranking people that worked on Diablo maybe got ousted from the company. Well, if they do, um, if, it, if it comes out long enough, maybe we'll get it on Game Pass because it'll be part of their studio at that point in time. Yeah, after that deal goes through, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um next they showed off uh Thieves new season, saw a game called Ravenlock. I'm not sure I remember this one. Uh oh this is it's got a weird voxel art style it's like like an adventure game like fairy tale it, it kind of reminded me of Alice in Wonderland a little bit uh some of the vibes it was putting off nice. uh cocoon that uh, looks really fucking cool this is yeah. uh it's the one of the devs from uh Limbo I think That's right yeah uh, um yes this, this is game the one looks that you rad. have like, yeah it looks fucking awesome you have the different yep. orbs that you're moving around 
this mm-hmm. is a, a high water mark for me for the week. Um, very cool. Fucking looking. Yeah, I, I'm you, you move in the orbs around and it zooms yep. through and takes you to the next. Yeah, it's next rad. level. That was very cool. It's a cool one. Uh, Will Long Fallen Destiny. Uh, is that the new team? It's the new Team Ninja game. That's right. It's uh, it's wait, is it wait? Hang on. Was it was it Destiny or was it Dynasty? Fallen Dynasty. Sorry, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm on the trailer page for it, and it says Will Long Fallen Dynasty. Okay. Uh, yeah, new Team Ninja game. So expect lots of like fast-paced sword combat. Uh, looks... this, this is also in the world of the Three Kingdoms. There you go. Looks pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you could tell because Koei Tech was in it. <laughs> yes. Ah. We need um, the Dynasty Warriors. We can do this. And uh, I thought this was one of the cooler announcements of the show, but uh, Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 Royal are coming to Xbox and PC with Game Pass uh, in October. So, cool. And uh, when are the Switch ports coming? You know, no news on that front, Chase, unfortunately. Oh, oh. Oh. What's going on? Good stuff, Chase. Uh, and to the... To the disdain of uh, PlayStation fanboys everywhere, uh, a petition was actually started after this next announcement of Kojima coming out uh, and saying that he is his studio are partnering with Xbox uh, to work on a brand new game. No other details. They're going to be working with Microsoft's cloud tech. So Crackdown 4, I think, is the game that they'll be Ooh, okay. All right. Um, it, didn't he have to come out and say like, "Hey, I'm still working with PlayStation 2 Like, I'm not. Did. The next yeah. day, he was yeah. like, "Yeah, not we're on still. That show, but we still yeah, have a great right. relationship." Yeah, there was a whole petition that got like uh, last I checked, it had almost two thousand signatures. Like, cancel the Kojima Xbox game, and I feel like maybe the Kojima the Xbox game is still going to come out on PC. You, ah, oh, you goddamn no. babies, you no. children. He needs to be loyal. Only PlayStation. Uh, And finally, they wrapped it all up with our first look at actual gameplay of Bethesda Softworks' new game, Starfield. And, of course, as soon as they did this and people saw how some of the gameplay actually worked, people were making No Man's Skyrim jokes, uh, which... Was funny the first few times I read it. Um, Humorous, but uh, you know it's it's a Bethesda looking Bethesda game in space, and it has supposedly it has a thousand planets. It's a lot of planets. It's, cool. Todd Howard uh, did did the rounds. Uh, He's got that jacket. Still got the jacket. Uh, he said it. he said in some interviews that. It it has the most handcrafted content that they've ever made for a game. It has like two hundred thousand lines of dialogue, four major cities that you can go to. Um, Wait, whoa, whoa. hang on, hang on. Yeah, a thousand planets, and there are only four cities. Yep. Hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. So, I did you see any aliens? When are you gonna play it? What? When are you playing? I'm. I'm probably not playing it at all. You played Fallout, right? You've played Skyrim, right? I've I have played those games, yes. So you're not even gonna try this one? No. 
no, I'm not. Why is that? So I, I have realized after playing a number of Bethesda games that I do not like them. And I don't want to give them more of my money to continue to be frustrated by playing their games. You'll have Game Pass by the time this thing comes out. Okay. Then I will be using it to play other games. Interesting. There will be lots of other games on Game Pass, I am sure. Interesting. Um, but you're right, Johnny. I That was something I was definitely looking for. It was like, oh, well, thousand, a thousand planets, there's got to be one that has something that's not a human on it. And like, nope, all humans. Oops, all humans. Yeah, unless they're keeping that stuff under wraps. Maybe, and they could be. Um, they could be. I don't know. I mean, I it's, it's a 40 to 50 hour game, I believe. So that we got like, what, five, six minutes of looks here. They didn't mm-hmm. show off any of that. They showed off robots. They showed off humans. They showed off your ship uh, customization. Yeah. Which I said just looked like a bad version of the Kingdom Hearts shipbuilding game. <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah. Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. That's pretty harsh. My, um, my it whole thing on it is like. I was just being an asshole. A few things mm-hmm. that stood out to me. On I know it. what that's like. One. I know. Not. not very optimistic that they'll be able to deliver a promise that they're, they're shooting for. I, yeah, it's Two, just, I, I don't know if I just want like gun shooting in space, especially like ballistic bullets in space, you know, mm-hmm. like make it a little bit more interesting on what you're going to be shooting. Like give it some, so you're, you're not even hyped on this game. Why are you giving me shit about it? I'm going to check it out. It's fun. Yeah, I'll play it. Cause oh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to check like, it out. Why? I'm not writing it off because it's just Bethesda. Like, oh, as somebody who plays video games, I feel like, especially as something that's going to be on Game Pass, the service I already have, and why, like, I don't I don't want to form an opinion on something just because, like, a studio made it. Like, I've played a lot of other games that, like, they put out some turds to. Maybe there's other things with Bethesda that we can talk about on, you know, deeper levels. It's like, I agree with you all on, like, there's been some shitty shit, but I've played a lot yeah. of their games thus far and, like, had a good time with it. I mean, Skyrim arguably like one of the better games that we've all played in our lifetime. It's been a long time. It's been a decade, but this is, I'm curious to see what this game will be. We've talked about it for seven years now at this point in time. Like, I don't think for me, and it's, it's an entirely new IP for them, which yeah, is like, interesting. I'm not sold on it. I have my hesitations, but I'm not going to say like, I'm not playing I, yeah. it because it's I just, man, they Considering how fucking hot their stuff comes in, and right. then you add in a whole, they're, they're going to have plenty of problems. Galaxy very much like going to be like, well, that's a Bethesda problem, and then we can start to be like, yeah, we. Yeah, told you so. I mean, they in their present in their keynote presentation for Fallout seventy six, like there's going to be catastrophic bugs that you like. They own it because they know right how fucking broken their shit is when they put it out. Um, okay. I'm looking forward to hearing Bobby's thoughts on Sonic Frontiers then. Be, that'd be cool. That's, well, I don't have a service that will do that, but you are the Sonic yeah. fan, and you are going to be playing that one, correct? Oof, I'm not going to be playing that. I, I, no. would, never, I would never what play I'm saying that. Is, that looks, that looks if terrible. If you go oh back God. to what I said, you would have Game Pass at that point in time, potentially. Maybe. Who knows? I will have Game Pass. Johnny will have Game Pass. This game is going to be exclusively on Game Pass, so I will be checking it out because of that. Sonic Frontiers, if it wants to bring its shitty ass to Game Pass, I will check it out for the sake of the show. Mm. Okay. As I check I out, I don't play every PlayStation Plus game. From the I, goodness I of your heart. 
for the sake of the show, for the I'll sake play of the this show. this I bad will, I will play 3D Sonic. Sonic game. I will do it. That game looks so I, you bad. Know, you know what, Bobby? I will buy you the bad Sonic game if you play it. That's Revenge for Cyberpunk. Do yeah. it. Sure, I'll do it. I'll I'll give you sixty dollars right now. I will play. <laughs> give, I will, you know what? I'll even give you seventy dollars. <laughs> I will get play the deluxe Sonic edition for science and make sure that we all can come in and watch and ask questions. Uh, and I'll be on a quick that. look. I'm just not. I'm not touching a controller. Yeah. When, uh, Chase, I've been playing some Sonic Advance on my pocket. That's a fine. That's a I fine game. Game. All right. Anyway. That, of the three Sonic Advance games, there's like one and a half good ones in there. I played Sonic Advance 2. Is the one I played. That's, that's the one I like. Um, that was the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. You know what? A lot of games, Johnny. So much so that I'm going to give us a very brief rundown of the PC game show. Because there is some overlap here. A lot of shit. There's a lot <laughs> of shit. a long list. If you thought there was a ton of shit in the other stuff that we talked about. Holy shit, the PC gaming show. How did we feel about the show in general? I, I that, the way that the show's laid out. Yeah, I mean they always try to do some real gimmicky shit on this. Yeah, and I didn't I watch it, so this was the I, tamest I think. Out of your element, Johnny. And that's usually am. Like nobody got ran over by fake trains or tied up or anything like that. But yeah, there was what was it? Is it Devbot? Yeah, he, Devbot Dev, wasn't Dev there. Was here but here. There's Mr. Bits. Caffeine. It walks. Uh, he's, he's in a shallow grave somewhere. I, I think that they enjoy what they do a lot. <laughs> yes, gross. I do think that Mr. Is. Caffeine presents Thorn. Oh. Uh, but I, I felt like the the two things that stood out to me that were like outside of the, the trailers. I, I don't know if I liked how, and I know why they do it, but like it felt very sponsored, and yeah, that's that's a bummer. Um, but I, I think that some of the writing edges on that borderlands level of like, this is the type of like tongue and cheekness that we're going for. And I, it's not my humor, but you know, yeah, there's a, it, I think it's really interesting to compare this show with the Netflix one, because that one is two people who were cheesy but yes. charismatic and also were kind of just having a conversation whereas whereas the PC gaming show those two um Mika Mika Burton Laura Burton's daughter and uh Day 9 I think is the guy's name based on his StarCraft handle or something um though those two felt very scripted I mean, they were they were on scripts. Uh, in fact, the best part of the show was at the very end where they did bloopers of them reading the lines and, yes. and breaking up and actually being human beings for once. Yes. And that that was like, OK, hey, this is pretty good. What if we did the show like this and not not so terribly scripted? The other part that stood out to me and I, I'm sorry, we'll get to the games here in a second. But uh, the other part, they brought out uh, one of the developers from Frost Giant to show off the, the Stormgate. That uh, that new Starcrafty looking RTS from the people who made the Starcraft, um, and then after they were done with the interview, the the guy Day Nine is starting to talk about another game while the developer is still just standing there, and he talks a lot. And the and the other guy, the Frost Giant guy, is just like, uh, I guess I'll just 
be around as you talk about a game that's not mine and like he, he even like turns and asks him a question at one point like what the fuck are you doing let this guy leave <laughs> he, well, he doesn't know anything me, about these let, other games he's me, so busy making his own game leave him alone i'm gonna talk about the games from the pc game show i'm gonna try to go for it yeah. and we'll go through there's a lot here to get through so i'll do my best to break it down um i'll try and bring up games that are for sure coming out this year because i think that's important there's not a lot of those so the first one that they showed off was solstice i can't remember if we've talked about this in another capacity it reminds me a little bit of like an atlas looking type game uh highly stylized you have what looks to be a spirit following that looks kind of like uh kind of a turret almost but very flashy high high style with it hack and slash it looks like it might play like a near game um what was that other there are like one that... three games coming out that all have done this. There was one in the wholesome game show that was called like Soul. Oh, Solitaire. Yeah, we have Solstice, <laughs> and then uh, that came out this month. Sol- soldiers. Yeah, like, Jesus, guys. Okay, we've we found a we found a we new naming convention, and we are gonna just drive it right into the ground. I uh, I think it looks cool. These games aren't necessarily like my my cup of tea, but they they do have a look to it um a, a studio that we all are, are big fans of though clay uh they have a new game that they showed off which it looks to be a pretty big brawler type game it's called rot world uh the interesting thing about this one it's going to be going into early access but when they showed the ending off to announce early access it says coming in 2024 and then it switched to a three and then it switched to a question mark so who the hell knows when rot world might see uh any daylight there but it looks like a clay game it's got a really great look to it and uh i'll keep an eye on that one because i like clay well what was interesting though is right after that the next game they show you're like oh cool i guess invisible ink 2 or invisible ink's coming to a new platform i mean we're still talking about clay right and then they're like no this isn't clay what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) yes uh tactical breach wizards is a game that i maybe one of my favorite games shown through all these uh, one yep. that I can't wait to check out. Uh, coming from the same developer as Heat Signature. Uh, you and are Gunpoint. Playing, yeah. And Gunpoint. You're looking like, uh, it looks like two two different wizards that are working. Uh, kind of an I think icy- they showed a third party member in a in like a character select screen. So I think there might be three. Got maybe it. more. Um, but this you're seemingly going up against like SWAT scenarios where you are fighting against those with like ballistic bullets and pretty normie weapons but you are wizards that have the ability to use your your abilities to shoot shit across maps uh hover boards up on windows breach into it it looks fucking wild real dumb and i'm it looks looks very silly but it looks like a very strong tactical game and knowing it's from the developer of gunpoint heat signature i bet those mechanics are going to be extremely on point and i uh i want it i want it bad absolutely wizards.cool uh, is the website yeah great that's yeah. great <laughs> very good stuff that's amazing uh, they did show a game called the invincible uh i think this looks very interesting i don't quite know what the gameplay will be like but you are this one showed uh kind of a narrative heavy planet like you are in a, an, a first person game crash landed there's some bad shit that went down and you see some robot going rogue but you also have this uh scanner that you're using to piece together what happened really cool look to it 
seems like it could borderline maybe like a horror-esque so i don't know how much i'll get into it but it does have a, a good vibe remind me a little bit about um oh my god the game that came out on playstation starts with an r bullet hell red dead redemption 2 it is a hell um they just came out the co-op version of that uh time loop game uh returnal. Returnal? oh oh returnal yeah yeah aesthetically remind me of returnal um f1 manager is coming out this year i don't think either one of us are super into that but that is a game coming out august 25th they showed off endless dungeon that game looks really rad uh they've they're opening that up for an open dev play test that's a squad based game to check out really cool can't wait to see what that's all about uh there's a game that i'm super excited for called the altars uh this looks awesome this is the frost punk i believe is the the developer for that also child children of morta um it's a pretty wonky trailer it's multiplicity it looks like and it is a crafting s game but you're not crafting the building in places as much as you're crafting these alternate versions of yourself so they're not clones they say but alternate versions of you that have different skills that you will need to get this ship back online and to escape and it looks really interesting um great look to it i don't know when that's coming out but the altars looks wild um they did show off more of potion craft a game that we have played on a quick look here it's coming out of early access in q4 of this year that's a really fun game everybody should go check out potion craft uh, a game that we streamed this past Monday called Nitro Kid is an, an 80s fever dream take on Fights and Tight Spaces. Um, if you are into that, which we are, check out that demo. It's available on Steam right now if you're watching live or listening to this this Friday. Uh, we got Dune Spice Wars. They talked a little bit about that and Northgard. They showed off some new stuff coming to Northgard and they gave a, a bit more in-depth look to Dune. I, I think that, Johnny, from what you shared, you enjoyed it, but you wanted more from it and just kind of waiting for it to get a yep. little bit more fully baked, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. I will I will definitely dive back in nice. once it's more fully featured. Um, another one that they showed off that I've gotten really close to picking up, but might pick it up now that it's adding co-op because it looks like it'd be a fun game for Monday nights. It's called War Tales. And this is a really interesting... Um, it's, it's it's got an old school vibe to it but you are managing a party it's got some turn-based tactics into it uh kind of a i don't know what century i would say it's from but it certainly looks rough uh, with what's going on but i think that that is a fun looking game and one that i will probably end up picking up now i've gotten very close a few times but now that they have co-op on it i will be checking that out for sure uh, another one I think is pronounced Abyssals. Um, that looks awesome. This is, again, right up my alley, crafting, resource management, gathering, building out space, all those things that I like a whole lot. That's a 2023 game. Um, what was another one that they had? They showed off a ton of System Shock. They even had uh, one of the original developers on there to ch- chat about that remake that they're coming out with. It. I, I never played System yeah. Shock. Me neither. No. Um, there was like, hey, I, I, hey, I'm War Inspector. I'll be here for one minute, and then, and then they spent like 
five hours talking to some other developers and like you have more inspector here talk to more inspector that man's a fucking legend yes <laughs> pretty wild yeah. um they also showed off that game super people which i've not played but from a, a battle royale perspective this one looks pretty bonkers and i know that people have been really into it i don't know if it's they're adding more into this or if it's getting uh more content but it is an early access right now and you can check that out um demon school coming to playstation yeah. nintendo switch and xbox this is heavily inspired by persona it's got a look to it some really really pretty pixel art um it's, it's like a i mean it's it's you're right about persona i mean it's set in a school you you have like friends that you're talking to and it seems like you're building up supports or S links or whatever, but the, the combat is turn-based strategy, which yep. I'm, I'm really excited about that one. Yeah. It looks cool. That, that is 2023. Uh, next up we have a game called scorn that they show. Oh, tell me more. Apparently yeah. it's coming out and it's gross. Um, they did show off Warhammer coming out this October. We should this say. October, yes, sorry, yeah. this October. Um, Immortality that's the game I skipped over earlier. I did not mean to do that. Uh, that is the July 26, 2022. I don't remember this one. Uh, I don't know if either of you had a chance to check that one out, but that is a, also a 2022 game. Yeah. Uh, we got speaking of the 2022 game, Agent 64 Spies Never Die. Yes. Uh, we streamed on Monday. We've got a quick look recorded for it. This is the GoldenEye game we deserved and never got. Uh, currently out on demo. Coming to early access in 2022, I think, from what Chase said on our quick look. Um, yes, right, yeah. But it's, it's, it's a very well done. It's a, it's, a cool, it's a cool thing. It's a cool yeah. nostalgia throwback piece yes. Yes. that I'm, I'm way into. Um, another game coming out in September that I've had my eye on for a bit that I think looks pretty cool is called Deliver Us Mars. Uh, that comes out September 27th, 2022. This is a very cool looking science fiction uh, shooter, third person shooter, it looks like. Really, really nice looking space stuff happened on that one. So I'll keep an eye on that. That's also coming to PlayStation and Xbox uh, out this year. We've got Frozen Flame coming out in Q4 2022. Victoria 3 coming out in 2022. Uh, then we, another game that we've quick looked that they showed off here. I didn't get a whole lot of dates and times for it, but Fallen Aces, which is like a Dick Tracy-esque first person meets Doom. Um, it's a ton of fun. It's got a really cool vibe to it. The, the combat's a lot of fun in that also. Uh, but we do have a quick look up of that. And that was fun. Made, That's a fun quick look. It, it, yeah, for sure. Being made by two guys. So uh, they're working through that right now and checking it out. I can't remember this developer's name, but they sh he finally got to show off Gloomwood, which looks to be kind of a PS1 era adventure exploration game. Um, it has a look to it if you're into that sort of thing, but maybe not my my deal. Johnny, for you... There is a game called Them Fighting Herds. Version 3.0 is yeah. out. Thank you. The brony mm -hmm. and you can be such a brony. Very no excited about it. I think this did start as a My Little Pony fighting game, and then they lost the license or it, something. It, it did. It did. I think. Yeah. And they said, "Fuck it. We'll we'll make our own yep. pony fighting game." And and apparently, 
the fighting game community quite likes it. Like the yeah, mechanics are solid. It's got a very good following, and I, you know, I mean, it's goofy as shit, but apparently it feels wonderful. Um, they showed off a new update coming out uh, yesterday for Core Keeper, a game that I've been checking out on Steam. I rather like this game quite a bit, but they added the Sunken Sea update, which gets you some boats as well. Uh, I will probably fire that up and check it out here soon because I think that's a neat game. It's essentially just the mining elements of Stardew Valley. It reminds me a lot of what the mines feel like, um, building out some stuff on there. Icarus is another game that I dig. Uh, this is a survival uh, crafting, but a little bit more brutal on the combat and elements that you're up against. You start off on a space station, you come down to a plant to harvest it, and you have to build structures while you're there and then take those, those resources back up. Um, they added the sticks map to this, so they've got, they, they're going to continually add things into it, but they just got a new map pack for it, so I'll probably check that out. And one of the things that I think is pretty cool that they did here um, is they added and they showed off and ended the show with a mod, um, which they showed off the levitation mod for Half-Life Alex, And it's crazy what that community is capable of doing. Some really amazing work being done on the mod community. And uh, hopefully, you know, we'll see more, more of that highlighting cool if, like valve made things like this wouldn't that be cool like what if valve just yeah. like if made... Valve made video games yeah yeah my half-life video games that'd be that'd be cool that'd be pretty neat right what if they didn't require vr to, uh, to play wouldn't that be cool that's a really well done vr that'd experience cool. i'll give them that that's sure it's really yeah. good i liked i liked what i've played on that it's it's very uh unnerving but it's done very well um i i rushed through this and i covered a fraction arguably the longest show that they that we had the entire time there's some really interesting stuff a lot of it i mean very very few are going to be this year you'll probably be able to do some demos and you'll be able to check some stuff out which we want to call out really quick uh, the Steam Next Fest is going on from June 13th to June 20th, 2022. They do this a few times a year. Um, Chase and I have played through a handful of demos on our Monday, Casual Monday stream, which you can go check that out right now. We've also recorded three uh, quick looks. Probably going to try and do it because I think that I, once I have them downloaded, I can still play them, I think. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So we'll probably record a few more of those. And I, I downloaded a few more demos that were probably in celebration of that from the Wholesome Direct as well. So we might play through some more uh, on Monday nights for a bit to show off some more of those games, check those things out. We might do more quick looks. But the Steam Next Fest currently going on. Go check that out. And the other thing we will say, um, I, I cannot encourage you enough to go and wishlist games. Uh, find ways to support if it's on itch. Uh, you can wishlist things on Xbox. There's just that helps, especially these smaller devs get into the algorithm that helps them get seen and helps them get more more eyes on yeah. what they're doing. And it's a, it costs you nothing. So if you are even curious about a game and maybe you'll never buy it, but you just have a curiosity about where it's at. Some of these early access games we talk about on here, you can follow until it hits 1.0 uh, wish list. Go to the games, do it. Chase did a great job calling that out. Um, all the links that are on that wholesome direct page link to the Steam page to do that. Uh, same for Epic. So link, 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 and uh, wish list. Let's... I'm going to wish list Agent 64 right now. There you go. 
Already did. Uh, let's wrap up with some credits here. We've talked about Monday night being incorrect on this screen because we were going to play Monster Train, a game we like a whole lot here. But we did the Steam Next Fest, which started on Monday. We did a quick look for a game called Koromon, which is an awesome Pokemon-inspired, really well-done modern take on that. That's currently up on YouTube. Go check that out. Tonight, we covered all those game festivals, and that concludes this year's what normally would have been E3 and all these other directs. I'm sure, I think Sony might have another one coming up. I know that there's one for Ubisoft. Nintendo is rumored to have one at the end of the month. We'll probably fit those more into our news categories for some of the What You've Been Playing episodes we have, unless it's something groundbreaking. Uh, but we'll have that to look forward to. Thursday uh, or tomorrow, or if you're listening to this, go back and check YouTube again, because we have Haiku the Robot, uh, a Metroidvania with a ton of style and heart going up as a quick look. And Friday night, Johnny and I are really back on our bullshit with Monster Hunter Rise. Um, we're going to be getting ready for the big event, which is on the 20th. Um, we also need to find time to sneak in some turtles because apparently that game got some really great reviews today. And that is going to be a fun game that all of us can play that comes out on the 16th. Uh, one thing I'm going to call out really quick that Johnny and I agreed to today offline uh, we've seemingly always rotated games in on Friday and we've invited Chase over to play a few of them and that's been an awesome time. We're going to continue to do that. But we're going to add in um, maybe like the third the third Friday of every month as long as nothing uh, crazy comes out. We're going we're gonna to protect that Friday for Deep Rock Galactic. And uh, Johnny and I also talked because we've been paying for a server for Satisfactory that we've only played once. <laughs> Um, we might rotate those two games in every month, one time, and start to keep that going to break up some of these other things that we're playing. We'll see how it goes, but we're definitely going to keep Deep Rock in that rotation, especially like with we're only going to be playing Monster Hunter for a bit, and we know how everybody here gets burnt out on that. So if you want to follow along with what we got going on, follow those links there. Um, we will be playing a bunch of fun stuff. Chase, what do you got going Me. on? Uh, same, same shit, man. Uh, Gamers on the Go, GamersOnTheGo.com. That's my handheld video game podcast. Um, the last episode was about the play date when we got our grubby little hands on the, the cool yellow device. And we'll need to set up a, a date to do another one of those here in the coming weeks. Just, just some busy times making the scheduling work out for everybody. It's difficult. Uh, and then I'm playing SteamWorld Heist on my YouTube channel. Chase nice. K plays on YouTube. That game continues to be very cool. And uh, I'll get a new episode out here real soon. Nice. Johnny, anything that you want to share? Nope. Fair. <laughs> uh, we will be back Friday night with Monster Hunter Rise. Come and say what's up. But we will talk to you all then. Take care.